I think the last six months has been beneficial, just kind of understanding that pivot right. and maneuvering through that. But as far as area is concerned, I think the area that I think is probably going to be the next upcoming area is probably going to be... I have so many different challenges to work through. Yeah, yeah. And I think that also is a part of perseverance, right? And continuing to push forward even in my position. Because sometimes when a person comes to me, they automatically don't think they're going to be able to buy. Welcome to the Cashflow Bros podcast. Uh, today I have Megan Battle. Thank you for having me. How are me? you doing today? I am so doing So we have had several interactions and a lot of um, great interactions, yes. which is not sometimes not typical with agents. <laughs> and I've always been impressed with your mindset, with your professionalism. And so I wanted to, um, yeah, have you on the podcast and talk talk through some of that. I think it's always good to talk about mindset and, and what that takes. And then in addition to that, you have great knowledge of what customers are looking for and hot pockets in um, Birmingham. So welcome to Thank the podcast. You. Thank you for having me. When did you get your brokerage license? Um, Back in August. Okay. I'm thinking about getting mine, not for the sake. I don't really have desire have to open a, me one. Me either. I have it either. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I might as well get it. It's yeah. an extra. But you know, they plan on changing the rules. So it might be good to do it sooner or later. Yeah. Just making it harder or yeah, what? Making it harder. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think they should make the... Um, the entry barrier to entry to be an oh, agent yes. harder, personally. Absolutely. So the hard thing for me though is you can make it harder all you want, but yeah. the skills <laughs> you need to be an agent really are hard to be taught. That's They're true. more caught. You know, I feel like I'm just now realizing that, <laughs> 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 only because it's like. Now so many new agents come to me for help, and it's like I've, I'm thinking that these are things that they automatically know. It, right, it's the right. smallest things that I'm like, you don't know that. Yeah. Like you ain't you don't do this, and I and some of them I'm partnering with them on deals to like you know pass some of the business right. off because I really just want to kind of chill right now and focus and right. plan. And I'm like, I'm looking at the group messages like, why are you sitting in tone like this? Like what? <laughs> Why are you doing that? Yeah. What's well, life skills? Yeah. It's like basic business skills of like, yeah. don't text someone an official offer, like email right. it. Or don't tell them <laughs> until you get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and oh, it's yeah. things that, that I've really thought that people like everybody knows and but I'm learning don't. more and more. Yeah. It's and I think way. I think it's going to get worse and worse as you have a generation growing up of oh. young people who don't have those soft oh, yeah. skills. I mean, I oh, yeah. I was started working when I was fourteen years old yeah, at a, at, at a taco bowl. Uh, yeah. See, you just like you're like I'll take it fourteen and I'll up it. <laughs> I was walking dogs and cleaning houses. I was like. I was tutoring. I was I love it. walking dogs. I was like, Auntie, I'll clean your house. I'll do this. Yeah. I'll do that. Like, because for one, we grew up really poor. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, if I know I want to eat, <laughs> then yeah. I know I can do this. And my neighbor, we were in apartments, and my neighbor next door to me had like three, four dogs. Oh, wow. And so I was like, well, can I walk your dogs before school? Like, can I walk before I get on the bus? He was like, yeah. And he paid me $50 a week for it. So at eleven, you're making fifty bucks a week at eleven. Two, <laughs> shoot, that's good. And I good. was literally like paying for my brother's haircuts, giving my mom money for groceries. That's awesome. At eleven, man. And then I started working at McDonald's at fourteen. <laughs> I listened to an interview. Um, golly, I wish I remember the the entrepreneur. 
Um, she is does skims now. Do you know who I'm talking oh. about? What's her name? Um. Anyway, she grew up in in kind of like a poor side of yeah. of London, and it was kind of one of those things of like, um, she just always had that entrepreneur yeah. like go getter spirit, and it, and it makes me think of like nature versus nurture, yeah. and like how much. Is that, in my DNA yeah. is who I am today is yeah. like nurtured versus yeah. just like it's just kind of who yeah. I am, you know. Like I grew up this yeah. way with this like. So I think it's a mix for me, like, and I, and that's very interesting though because <clears throat> I've never really asked that, like, wondered that about myself. But I do think that how we grew up played a huge part in me yeah. being who I am right, for right. sure because it, it's I think it's like a pleasure versus pain thing like right. you don't want this pain so you do what you have to do in order to get to this particular pleasure Correct. right Correct. but yeah. the amount of pain kind of outweighs everything in a sense though because you're like man I don't never want to go back to that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that at the same time I don't know I've I, I don't even if I don't know if we were not poor if I still would have automatically been like, all right, let me go get this money. Like, <laughs> See, I think you would have. I know. That's I think I... you would have. I just think that potentially the journey would have looked differently yeah. and not yeah. been as quick. Probably so. Probably so. I probably wouldn't have the motivation yeah, to do yeah. it as quickly. That's yeah. probably what it would probably would Because our environment doesn't form. But like I said, yeah. at the same time, there's a bunch of people that you grew up with that are yeah. not in the position you're in right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. That's true. And so, That's and that true. was the same with this, this lady. She was like, yeah. I mean, you know, basically a multi, she may yeah. be a billionaire at this yeah, point. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but, uh. But at this point, like, she just yeah. always had this drive to do better, always yeah. had this drive. And that's actually one of the funny things. So when we – we've done a few deals together yeah. at this point. Mm -hmm. And I've always been impressed with you. I appreciate and, that. Same. Uh, it's yeah. always love. <laughs> and so when I was like, I just have to have you on the podcast. Because honestly, I don't – appreciate it. We really don't have an MO to bring agents on the podcast. Cause, and I appreciate cause I'm it, <laughs> So I'm like, why would I bring my competition? No, I'm, I joke. It's <laughs> – it's it's a uh, it's collaboration versus competition. <laughs> yes. But that said, I I'm trying to bring something different than I can bring, right? Yeah, and I feel like sure. I bring that agent perspective, so I want to bring yeah. on like bankers and insurance yeah, people and all that. So anyway, absolutely. all that to say is, yeah. that's why I wanted you to have you on because I have always been impressed with our conversations, our um, you know transactions, the level of excellence, the enthusiasm yeah. for your job, I appreciate that. and. I kind of wanted to just sit down and say, where did it come from? <laughs> like, like, how can I be more like Megan Battle? <laughs> if I can get a little that. bit to rub up on me, then we're winning. So. First, I'm super flattered, first and foremost, truly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's vice versa, honestly, because you know how some conversation with agents go on yeah, the yeah. phone. And it's just like, bro, why are you even like this? <laughs> What is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. But honestly, like I say, same with, with me, with you. I'm like, man, Tari's so cool. Like, we can be sitting here talking on the phone for, for an hour. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, right, we actually, actually, I do to need talk. to do. We got to talk actually, about a deal. I actually do need to talk to you about this, though. But um, I don't know, man. I think for me, like I say, I think a lot of it, as far as enthusiasm, I think that's just a part of my nature. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just part of my personality. I feel like. I've experienced worst parts of life where, you know, I kind of had to smile through certain yeah. things. And so I feel like that, um, 
you know, just growing up, I think that made me enthusiastic, uh, enth- enthusiastic about a lot of things because yeah. it made me be like, well, it could always be worse, right? Because I've experienced worse. Yeah. So even, and always people are like, well, how are you doing today? I'm like, I'm doing well. I can't complain. It doesn't help me at all. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't, right? And so I guess... I think that's part of my enthusiasm. It's just like I've experienced worse. So right. it's like, well, why be why be sad about anything, right? right, right. Why why not keep a positive outlook anyway? Um, so I think I'm just a natural positive person in general. Yeah. But as far as my desire or motivation to like constantly you know c- continue to right. you know excel past my next level, um I think it's again like pain versus pleasure. It's like I've experienced this and I don't want my kids to have to go through those things. Yeah. Like, I know what it's like to, you know, not have food in the house or water in yeah. the house or lights, <laughs> you know. And so because I know what that feels like, I never want my children to even be a snippet, even a right. little close to it. And I don't even have kids yet, but <laughs> I don't want them to even know what that looks like. Right. I don't even want them in that arena <laughs> at all. Right, so right. for me, I think it's just like, I want my family to, I want to be the one that takes my family out of the positions that they've been placed in. That's awesome. So I want to be the one that, like, I want to be the matriarch of my family mm-hmm. to where they have a huge picture of me <laughs> on it the wall. Started, <laughs> so it all started here. It all started here. with Mama Megan. Look. <laughs> It all started with her. I love it. You know, she set the tone. You know, I she was the it. first millionaire in the family, and she passed it on I down from it. there. So I think that has a lot to do with it for me. I've thought, because um, I do have two kids, and I've mm-hmm. thought a lot about the idea or concept of how difficult to make their lives oh, that's without tough. being too difficult. That's hard. Because I will say some of the formative years, you know, we we were discussing, you know, like yeah. I had a job at 14. You upped me right. by saying you had it at 11. <laughs> uh, I thought I was doing pretty good. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> I did have some babysitting jobs before then. So see, I, see? I guess, you know. We're, but, we're still, we still started saying time. <laughs> but all that to say is like, you know, those things shaped me. They shaped yes. my work ethic. They helped me interact with people. Yes. They helped me deal with difficult situations, yes. be professional. Yes. And, you know, so there is an amount in our lives yeah. that need to be a struggle. Yeah. And almost, I, I was listening to this podcast with um, Jordan Peterson, and I think there's a lot of people talking about the idea that honestly the journey and the struggle oh, is yes. actually where you get the most yes. dopamine release yes. in the process wow. of accomplishing a goal. That's very interesting. And so they were talking about like, you know, planning trip and all that. And like hmm. a lot of people go arrive at that trip yeah. and they'll think, I'm just excited about planning the next yeah. trip. And so wow. sometimes we find this thing of our life struggling mm. when really that is the journey that brings yeah. fulfillment. Yeah. And so, um, but I love, I love what you were saying yeah. that, that, that you just have these goals of, yeah. of basically changing the story yeah. of your family, yeah. changing the story, moving forward, like yeah. from Megan on, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be different. But, um, but also, yeah, I, I deal with that too. Cause I, I want balance. that for my family too, but yeah. I also don't want to give them too much. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Shaq was like, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, his, his kids came to him one time and were like, Hey dad, are we rich? He's like, no, I'm rich. <laughs> you, <laughs> you ain't rich. Word, boy. And I think that's hard. Like even yeah. with my nephew, because it's like, he is the 
first baby of right. our in, of our intermediate family. So it's kind of like it's I have uh, two other siblings, my brother and my sister, mm-hmm. and I'm the baby. So my nephew though is the only child, right, grandchild right. per se, right? And yeah. so even with him, when he came along, right, it was like I was getting into my career. And so now it's like I've reached a certain level of success right. and I can do certain things for him. But now I'm struggling with him. Like, should I? <laughs> do I? Yeah. Should I? And yeah, I think yeah. like The Alchemist is, it's funny that you say that about the journey because The Alchemist is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Like, of all time, have you not read the Alchemist? Huh, no, <sighs> I've I've heard of it, but I haven't. Oh I need God. to be a better reader. I've, I've Audible is I where it's at. I should Audible, Audible is it. where yeah. it's at. Like Audible is where it's at yeah. because I I can't sit down and like <laughs> yeah, think yeah. of a book. This is not me. But I'm in the car all the time anyway. Right. So it's it's the best time for me to be able to listen to a book as right. opposed to music because you're driving anyway. Like, perfect. What are you going to be doing? <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But The Alchemist is such a good book. Like, it is probably one of the best life books I've ever read, ever. And it's, it's, a, it's a fictional story. Right. But there are so many gems within a book. It's like you'll be rewinding it multiple times like wait what did they just say uh-huh. like, wait a minute <laughs> and so this story talks about this boy who is having this dream every night up under this uh i think it's called a sycamore tree right. <laughs> but every night he's having this dream that he finds this treasure and so um he couldn't he can't stop having the dream hmm. so he he goes to this gypsy woman to find out what his dream means and um, figure out what is you know what does he do at this point? Right, right. So she says, "I'll tell you what the dream means, but you have to give me ten percent of your treasure." Whoa. And so he doesn't think that he's really gonna find it, honestly. So he's like, "All right, fine, 10%, sure, I'll give no it to you, deal. yeah, whatever, I'll give it to you, right?" <laughs> we as realtors, we, we <laughs> yeah. want to negotiate to yeah, five, yeah. You know? he's like, right, or, or none, like, <laughs> girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't tell me. <laughs> what this is about so that's awesome so she she tells him what the dream she doesn't even she i think i don't i can't remember if she tells him exactly what it means but she just tells him that he has to go um i think into um i think to the pyramids in order to find his treasure right right Long story short, and I'm not gonna tell you the the book. Yeah, don't don't. I'm not gonna yeah. ruin it. I'm not gonna ruin it. But he learns so much along the journey. Right. So much along the journey. So much so that he is truly transformed into a different yeah. person when it's all said and done. And every single step, he but he encounters so much turmoil in a. I mean, at every turn, he is. It's, it's like, dang, he's going yeah. through this too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Every point. It's something else. Something else happens to him. Something else. And you you can't help but see yourself, though, mm-hmm. in his shoes yeah. as the main character. It's almost like you are analyzing your life with his life. Through the context through of the, the journey. Through the context of the journey. Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking about something that happens to him, but yet you're thinking about something that happens to you. And then the gems that they give make you think about what you learn in that situation. Yeah. And in the end, though, you realize that it truly is the journey that really makes us who we are. Like, if I had not went through all the things that I've went through, I wouldn't be myself. I wouldn't have learned. I wouldn't have gained wisdom. And I think, you know, even when people pray and ask for certain things, right, it's like you do realize you're not just going to get that, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
God's going to put the stuff in your pathway to learn it. (laughs) You do realize, like, oh, you want patience? Like, okay, yeah. I'm going to send you something that's going to require you to have some patience, right? And I think that that's the thing that people don't realize. It's like it takes time for you to develop those things. And the journey is probably the most important piece of the puzzle. It it, it really is. You know, I've always said, and I heard this somewhere, um, it was talking about becoming a millionaire mm. and the journey, he, they were more excited. And I've kind of taken this mindset on my journey to financial yeah. freedom. It's the things you have to be mm. to acquire that level of responsibility yeah. of income, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the, in order to build something like that, like you're about to start a brokerage, right. which congrats, that's awesome. Thank you. But it's going to require things out of you that's never yeah. been required before. Right. It's going to push you and challenge you. And right. so, so the, the, the actual, like you said, the actual reward is not your brokerage. Yes. It's the skill sets yes. that you attain during that journey. Yeah. For sure. Because I'm, I'm at a place in my life fully confident you could, mm-hmm. you could, literally put me in rags on the street yeah tomorrow right and i'll build it again right i'll build it again right and i'll probably build it faster than i built it yeah because i learned because i know (laughs) i know exactly how to do it i have full confidence you know and i would go i mean you know if i had to i'd go to taco bell again and i work my butt off to feed my family if that's what it took right But I have full confidence I don't have to do that because I've built a journey of of life skills that hopefully will sustain and help me grow something bigger than um, um, that. So that's amazing. So let's let's do talk because you do a lot of real estate. Yes. So I've heard. Uh, (laughs) Some would say. (laughs) Somebody say Uh, that. (laughs) So I love love all that mindset, but I do want your perspective because we Mm -hmm. both do lots of, we do some residential, we do some investing, we talk with lots of different people. Yeah. And, you know, on this podcast, we like to give Birmingham insight. Yes. We like to talk about what areas are hot, what areas yeah. are maybe pulling back, what right. what's happening in city councils, all yeah, that kind of stuff. So for sure. I want you to deep dive for us mm-hmm. on the most recent news, yeah. the most neighborhoods you're liking right yeah. now, like for whether sure. it's residential, I'm investing, yeah. sometimes those collide because yeah. when an area is becoming really popular for owner occupants, right. it still is a good chance right. for someone to flip. Right, um, for sure. So from your perspective, all the people yeah. you work with are not my people, so yeah, I want to sure. hear, yeah. you know, like we have different types of different clients. Yeah. For sure. What is your what is your uh, your yeah. latest six months been like in real estate? Yeah. And what are you liking? So I think that um, in terms of well, I'll say the latest six months has been a little exciting for me, honestly, just yeah. because I think for everybody the first start of the year was a little slow. Yeah, it was. just considering the rates. Yeah, and yeah. so for me, a lot. What of happened my- with rates? <laughs> <laughs> just killed us. <laughs> It's like anybody in the uh, (laughs) spate of real estate, just we don't Uh, want you to work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you want me to survive? They don't. They don't. You know? But Uh, uh, so the first half, you know, was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so then, you know, rates started to come down recently. And so that's been exciting. Um, But I think also just kind of understanding how to pivot through. Yeah. That particular type of market has been really exciting as well, just because it's like, oh, wow, that's showing me that I really can maneuver through any market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of grant money. 
as far yes. as like available to first time uh-huh. buyers. Yeah. That's making a huge difference mm-hmm. just because again, you know, strategy is everything. So right. because everything is based around supply and demand. Right. It's like, okay, well, there's less of a demand, which means that we don't have to compete as much. Well, right. If we don't have to compete as much, then I can negotiate more. If I can negotiate more, then I can get a little bit more in closing costs. That little bit could buy down the interest rate, and now we have a good balance right. You know, to be able to do both. So I think the last six months has been beneficial, just kind of understanding that pivot right. and maneuvering through that. But as far as area is concerned, I think the area that I think is probably going to be the next, like, upcoming area is probably going to be Titusville, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just because. I like it a lot, And it's too. already happening, you know, a little bit. And I partner with Titusville Development. Okay. <clears throat> and so we've, we've done uh, a couple of new construction uh, in the neighborhood. Too. What a, what about north and south? Because I've noticed yeah. a huge, like, it's like yeah. you, you cross that north side. So are you talking more south or are you Both. talking all? Both. Okay. Because it, cool. even if and, and and of course it will be a gradual, you know, yeah, progression, yeah, kind of like right? East Lake yeah. right now, like, and I still think it's in transition. But, I, it is, but South and North are right. still very different. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. and it will okay. be right. But I do feel like either way, you're still talking about seven minutes to the stadium. Yeah. You know, new stadium yeah. <laughs> at that. Yeah, you're still yeah. talking about walking distance to UAB. Yeah. I mean, and you're still talking about being able to buy property. Thirty, forty thousand dollars sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a huge difference. And I drove it. I, that's funny you say that because I drove that area when I was first getting into finding off market stuff. Yeah. Probably, I guess that was three years ago. Now mm-hmm. I was doing some driving for dollars and just trying to figure out this investing right. thing. <laughs> right. I was so green. I'm still very green, <laughs> but um, and I was I was blown away at the potential. And there was yes. actually a lot of owner occupants with pride of ownership. It is. Um, and so I I like that pocket yeah. a lot. I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah. I mean, because especially like which you know the rates have affected the ARV for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But even, you know, if, if you consider even now with, you know, everything being the way it is, rates are improving a little bit. Right. I think a 3-2 could easily go from 145 ARV north or south. Yeah. And so with that being said and with there being a shortage on affordable housing, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, now you still have the, the crime. <laughs> it's yeah, still a, yeah, yeah. still a thing, but at the end of the day, it's in transition, yeah. you know, and I think that that's, an opportunity for someone, especially someone young, yeah. that is a huge opportunity for you to be able to get in. And then there's so much grant money out there. You can get into a house that literally costs you nothing, yeah. <laughs> essentially, yeah. to really get into it. And then it's growing in value substantially <laughs> over the next five years. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of incredible. like you can't really lose. So, so, so Tisville and where else? Where what else do you like? I think that I still feel like, of course, you know, it's a little late for Norwood in a sense. I mean, I've yeah. still seen some properties though, as of recently, that depending on where it's at, yeah, I'm still yeah. seeing some that are affordable. But I don't think heights. you're seeing the margins. No, 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 where no. it's like no. savvy for no, an investor. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think. Found Heights um, is going to change a lot. Okay. And I also feel like Inslee as well. Now, yeah. Inslee is a little tougher. <laughs> well, it's such a big area. It's such a big area. That I think it, it's going to be hard for it to switch so quickly. It's not going to be quick. Yeah, 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 I think that's a long term. What about the Bush Boulevard area? That's, yeah. That's 
coming up. I mean, especially if Absolutely. you're on that main strip, there's Absolutely. some beautiful, beautiful homes. houses, and they're Gorgeous. large. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're so huge. And then at the same time, like I say, even in that. Even in that sense, right? That's still super close to Five Points West, which still has the Crossplex. And then now they have a Starbucks. I mean, it's like, (laughs) what do you think? I mean, (laughs) what do you think is going to happen? It's not going to be immediate, but it's happening. And I think those are the telltale signs that kind of show you, like, well, surely they're not. I mean, if you look at any other poor neighborhood, where are you seeing a Starbucks at? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not there. No, it's true. <laughs> so it kind of gives you a, a forecast. I I love what our mayor's done in general to help yes. help clean up lots yes. and clean up neighborhoods and, yes. and all that. I think what's what's I, the only thing that I'll have a hard time with the policy mm-hmm. is that everybody wants the help. Yeah. And when you spread it so thin. Yeah. It becomes like, you know, you say a bunch of things not quietly instead yeah. of one thing loudly. And I wish that we would just yeah. say, hey, we're going to do this. This neighborhood's on the docket yeah. for the next five years. Let's just focus on Let's this focus on it. We're going to yeah. fix this. We're going to yeah. get this and all the money and all that. And yeah. everybody's got to wait. And, yeah. I, and I know that's not it's the hard. political way yeah. to do it and everybody being uproar yeah. and all that. But like from a business standpoint, it makes sense, it makes yeah, sense to it say, "Hey, we're going to focus on Ensley and get yeah. get it um, better and, and make sure yeah. there's thriving thriving yeah. businesses." Yeah. I think the issue with East Lake that I don't love yet is retail has oh. not popped into yeah. East Lake yet. No, and I think if it once that transition and oh, hopefully yeah. it will, once retail kind of starts yeah. to anchor in there, yeah. I think it's going to help it a lot. But right now, yeah. I'm kind of. I think have to incentivize the the business owners i I think that would make a huge difference like if they incentivize them to be there in those neighborhoods yeah yeah it would make a huge difference but it's like well if i'm choosing where i'm gonna take my business to am i gonna choose to take it somewhere where i gotta take the risk of people breaking in or do i take it here (laughs) where i don't have to worry about that well if i'm incentivized then i might take the risk (laughs) (laughs) I might be a little more willing. <laughs> yeah. So if the mayor's listening, we're, we got all the we got all the uh, we have all the pieces. We got all the pieces, all the things. It's it, they're very complex problems. Oh yeah, huge and hard hard to solve you know, sure. overnight. But I do think that what I love is that overall, I do think the progress of real estate does you yes. know help people. And, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Someone make the argument of like you know investors versus all these different things and. You know, I think there's definitely good and bad investors oh, out yeah, there. yeah, for um, sure. And then same thing with good and bad, you know, um, owner-occupants. Yeah. So I fought <laughs> with this grant money, and tell me what you think. Yeah, tell me. So <laughs> it, it, this may be a little controversial. <laughs> but cool that's what we Let's hear. go. Let's go. All right, so <laughs> take the idea of someone who gets a lottery ticket, mm-hmm. wins a lotto. Okay? Right. Not buys the lottery ticket, wins yes. the lottery. Okay. Uh-huh. It has been proven that they typically are in the same position or worse off yeah. years later yes. than when they won. Right. And it goes back to the whole thing of like yes. if you grow your, yes. your $2 million, you yes. have to have the character, yes. the discipline to sustain it, to, sustain it, to right. build up to it. But if For it's sure. just given to you, yes. you don't have the skill sets to, to do or the knowledge or all Absolutely. that. And I think somewhat in the same way. With the grant money. With the grant money, you're yeah. getting people who 
we're typically used to renting yes and don't understand the principles yeah. of home ownership right. which is you got to mow your yeah. lawn every once in a while you got to you know you yes. got to maintain the property you yeah. got to save for that rainy right. day when that roof goes bad right i think there's now yeah. i'm not saying a huge for percentage sure. i and i'm all for yeah, this yeah, opportunity yeah. absolutely but i think there'll be a percentage i think yeah. it's going to be small but I think yeah. there'll be a percentage of those homes that are yeah. dilapidated in the next Absolutely. five to ten years. I agree. I agree. I think that there's a mix of both. Yeah. I think that you have people, like you said, who literally were not prepared for it. Right. You know, didn't put any skin in the game for real. Right. And now so it's, it's like, like well, oh, I got well, a gift. You know? <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think there are some people like that. Right. But I think that. That's where we come in, in a sense, yeah. right, to be able to give them the knowledge to say, hey, yeah. look, and, and me, I'm a very, I have a very real conversation with my clients in yeah, the beginning, right? Like, hey, so why do you want to buy a house? Right. Right? Let's talk about that. Like, what, what's your reason? Like, what's your, what are you even thinking about? Right, right. <laughs> because that gives you insight into a person's mindset, right? Right. And then you make sure that they know, well, you know, at the same time, a house is a bigger commitment, right? Yeah. So you are going to have to put some money aside for maintenance. You are going to have to do X, Y, and Z, right? So we're going to get your home warranty. Yeah. But after this warranty's <laughs> up, I'm going to need you to renew it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so... Having those conversations, I think, makes a difference as well for That's a lot great. of those people because you're giving them the knowledge that they may have not received from the next realtor, right? right. So if somebody's just, oh, come on, let's get you in the house, da da da, da and they're not yeah. explaining to them, right, or walking them through, yeah. you got to understand what type of person you're dealing with, right? So if I know this is somebody who's who never had home ownership in their whole family lineage, right? right? I got to have a little bit of a deeper conversation with I you love that. around this because I don't want to see fail, right? right? My goal is to empower the community. So what do I look like just throwing you in there? Yeah, it's not <laughs> going to help anybody. It doesn't help anybody, thing, right? So. But and then, that comes back to like getting an agent like yeah. you who knows to say, hey, there's some other conversations we, we have surround have. around yeah. this, this responsibility. Yes. Because, like, let's give you a yeah. few people that you may <laughs> need. You might need a plumber. I'm going to give you a list. <laughs> you yeah. might need an electrician. I'm going to give you that, right? Yeah. And so a lot of those people after the fact look at me for everything. They're like, which it's is awesome. which is a good and bad thing. <laughs> you feel me lighting up all the time. It's a good and, and bad thing. It's like, yeah, girl, yeah. I don't know who do that. Like, <laughs> know but i appreciate it because it shows that they trust me right but take the opposite right take the person who has been paying their bills on time for years and years and years and years and years the person who just doesn't make enough to be able to save enough to be able to get there right and so it's like yeah I, i have the money to pay my earnest money i got the money to pay my my inspections, I have this money, but I don't have six, seven grand, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't have that to be able to pay for my down payment or pay for my down payment and my closing costs, yeah. right? So for a lot of people, and then you got to think, statistically, the average American has what? They don't even have $1,000 in yeah, their account. It's crazy. So from a statistical standpoint, it's like, well, how can I even if if the average person doesn't have a thousand dollars, how in the world am I gonna get you to save up seven or eight thousand? <laughs> it feels yeah. like a mountain. It, I mean, I remember mountain. when I didn't yeah. have ten grand in my bank account, right? And I was like, this feels. And the first time I did reach that, I was like, wow. yeah. Then you're like, and now I'll be I writing checks like that, that all the time. I'm I like, need way more. 
more than this even yeah, sustained. Yeah, yeah, but, um, so it's, but that is so good. Know, and I think I wish the grants would do that education yeah. process. Now, obviously, it needs to be organic sometimes yeah. and like a hard target. I mean, the, the home yeah. price is process is so emotional yes and but i wish that the grant would say hey this is what yeah. homeownership looks like this is what you need to be saving right. for this is the responsibility you now have right. like all these different things not just right. and and they may be but not that i know of. Yeah. i think it's it's a lot of just file yeah. for it and get it but yeah at the end of the day i am super excited about it because i think that it will scratch the itch of that ownership yes. of someone and that pride of ownership yes. And I yes. think it's going to help a lot more people than it hurts. Oh, so I yeah. wasn't trying oh, to take no, no, that. No, but, no, 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 for sure. But I do have that perspective of like we it's have both. to, yeah, we have to yeah. definitely help people um, understand, yeah. you know, that that so that they don't yeah. have the roof go out on them. Because, yeah. you know, your water gets in the house yeah. and you are up a river. Yeah. And now literally I'm and saying, metaphorically. Literally. <laughs> And see, I've seen both. Yeah, I've yeah. seen literally both. Like, I've seen the the person, especially think about, like, the, you know, the young professionals. Even, right. Right? It's like I've seen people literally get into their house in 2019. Yep. Didn't pay a down payment. Yep. Didn't pay any closing costs. Yep. They paid inspections, appraisal, Right. Got their earnest money back at closing, all right? <laughs> They're getting paid. Got paid at closing. I've had so many people get checks at closing. Oh, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's <laughs> so wild. So you're getting this money back at closing, right? And so because – but a lot of these people already had savings. Right. Some of them already have savings. They're just choosing not to use their money, right? right, right. Which I'm super – Oh, yeah, I'm super all big. on board. <laughs> as much liquidity yeah. as you can yes, keep, keep right? it. So yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, but then literally within a three-year time span – they netted $126,000. Yeah. It's like you have infinite returns, you know? Yeah. So that jump start, and we talk about like, you know, generational, generational wealth. wealth. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge jump start without have, it being your have money. Have you seen uh, the Netflix um, series thir- 13th, I think? Oh, the 13th? I think. The 13th? It, I mean, no, no, no. Okay. I think it maybe is the 13th. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it's talking about segregation. Oh, yeah. And I watched it. Poverty and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And, um, and they break down home ownership between yes. minorities and, yeah. and it is just wild how much yes. that affects yes. the, the, um, success in a financial yes. sense. Cause yes. I think success comes a lot of different Absolutely. ways for people. It's not just money, for but sure. success in a financial sense for a family yes. is very tied to home ownership. It is. And it so is. I'm actually a huge fan of it. And it's yeah. interesting. We have, I'm, I'm working with a fund right now who does a lot of rentals and we're dispoing some of the rentals. Uh, and it's been really cool because I've seen, I would say 70 to 80% of these dispos are going, we've actually talked about right. one key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the majority are going back to homeowners, yeah. owner occupants. And I thought when, when a fund, um, buys a property, it would just stay yeah. in a fund and they would maybe just move them around fund yeah. to fund. And, and that may still somewhat For happen. Sure. For sure. But it was an encouraging thing to see like yes. they want the maximum for their for their yes. investment and that is typically going back to selling to owner yes. occupant. Yes. Um because it has that 
tangible right. value. But the affordability so. is there for that Correct. for that purchaser. Yeah. And I think that's what makes all the difference. It's like, well, if you're going to be paying close to what you're going to be paying for rent anyway, and you can get into yeah. this house and, you know, but like I say, give them that information to say, hey, look, yes, you finna get in, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you got to prepare for this. And I've literally seen the opposite. I've yeah. seen people, we were able to get you literally a, uh, five thousand, seven thousand dollar grant, right. and they were able at that time. Uh, you could get an additional second mortgage oh. in cash, though, at closing. Wow! And it could go towards your repairs or whatever yeah, you wanted yeah. to do in the house, right? So she literally got back. I mean, probably because she got back some of her earnest money too. She wow. probably walked away with like fourteen grand at closing. <laughs> and I told unheard them, of. I told them now. I said, <laughs> listen. At the end of the day, because there were things that they wanted to do in the yeah, house yeah, yeah. and all of this, right? But I also knew that these were the type of people that I needed to prepare them, yeah, right? Yeah. To be able to say, hey, this is what you got to do. You walked away with 14 grand. Yeah. And afterward, this was an older house. So we knew this, right? We knew it was going to be things that you need to do coming yep. into it. That's why we got the money. <laughs> and they didn't put it And they it. didn't put it in uh, there. And then things yeah. started happening. And then they were like, oh, my God. And I'm like, y'all. Yeah. What happened to the money? Like, yeah. Well, we bought furniture. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, yo. furniture ain't fixing the pipes. <laughs> yo, like, they, what are we they doing? expensive. You know, and That's I think, tough, yeah. And that was in a in and in the beginning, I felt so bad for them. Like, I started paying for some of the stuff. I was like, well, you know, I'll help you out and do this. Right. I'll do. But then I started thinking, y'all got fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah. I got you fourteen grand. Like yeah, you gotta do it. Yourself. You gotta and I yeah. think that's why I say it's it's a balance, right? Because some people just need the opportunity. Some people just need the leg up. Some people just need to be able to get in and see like, oh man, this is possible. I yeah. can do this by doing this. And then some people you can give every opportunity in the world. And they're still not going to yeah. see for what it is. People are people. And that's the thing. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the American dream is there. Yeah. But I think is. for people who have less advantage, yeah. it is a lot harder to attain for than sure. people talk about. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it takes a lot. It's a mindset, too. It's a mindset. But I've also yeah. said this, too. And I think about it in a timeline and of success and just building towards a goal. And so... You know, people often underestimate the sustained amount mm. of good decisions they have mm. to make to accomplish something. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then when you have either personal things that you, bad choices, yeah. or we'll call it economic or, yeah. you know, issues with uh, right. family or whatever yes. that set you back, then yeah. you've increased your timeline and good yeah. decisions you have to do to overcome it. Yeah. And it is incredibly hard yeah. for a person without yeah. the hardwired, like, yeah. caught skill set to yes. overcome those things. Absolutely. It's very hard. It's super hard. And, and I think that's yeah. been the hardest thing even with a lot of my clientele because most of my clientele is first-time buyers. Right, right, right. You know, obviously I have a lot of minority clients because I'm a minority. Mm. <laughs> and so, you know, because these are people that I went to school with yeah, yeah. or, you know, church or whatever, right? And so, and then it's kind of like, Man, Megan was able to get me into this house. I only had to pay this. So now right. they told this person. And now yeah, they, they told this person. Now they told this I got person. paid. <laughs> right. Y'all got a check, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now everybody's like, Megan's the girl that gets everybody in with checks. the checks. <laughs> so I'm like, yep, that's Shoot, I'm going to have you, you work for me in my next house purchase. It sounded really, really I mean, excited. I'm I mean, I'm here. <laughs> 
you know it was like it was it's kind of like that's how my business became yeah, referral yeah, yeah. based right I from that it. word of mouth like oh my god we're able to do this right but in the beginning it was just so hard with some people i have so many different challenges to work through yeah yeah and i think that also you know is a part of perseverance, right? And and continue to push forward even in my position. Because sometimes when a person comes to me, they automatically don't think they're gonna be able to buy. Right. I mean it's like automatically in their Yeah, mind. it's almost in their their ethos or <laughs> yeah. they're just it's like, like yeah, nope, yeah. I know it's not gonna work. Uh, they said you... to call you but uh, uh it's and just, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well what do you think your what do you think your credit score is right now? And they're like, I got a six forty, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, Maybe yeah. six forty and I'm like Okay, so you're all right, score wise, like you work a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I work. You know, I've been working here like two years. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, that's good. Work that's history. good. I'm like, all right. So then I'm I'm asking them these questions and I'm like, okay, check, 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 check. Yeah. And and so then they're like, but I just, I, you know, I just, I don't, I mean, I know it's probably not going. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, hold on. Where, <laughs> where do you think that defeatist mentality comes from? I think it's very deep rooted. Mm-hmm. I think that it goes back to history. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think that if you think about like redlining and segregation yeah. and all those things, I think that historically it plays a big factor, right? Because if your great, great grandma you know, or, or even grandma, right? Yeah. At this point, honestly, even if, yeah. if grandma went to try to get a loan or try to buy a house back then and she was unable to, and so now she's took that defeated mindset yeah, yeah, home, yeah. right? And so now she's like, well, this is all we're able to do. And now yeah. she's taught that to her kids. And now they've taught that to their kids. And it's this ongoing cycle, right? And so I think that that's where it comes from, honestly. Mm. And there is so many misconceptions within those communities of like, yeah. well, I got to have 20% down. You think you got to have 20% down because your grandma had to do this or whatever, right? Yeah. And it's just nobody's been able to accomplish it because it's a mindset yeah. that's been passed down. Some things are true. Like, mindsets can be passed down from generation mm. to generation. Yeah. And so I think that until you get to get someone who is a chain breaker within your family lineage yeah. to say, no, I talked to her and she said that I only needed this. Yeah. I, I have to get on the phone with parents sometimes. Like, oh, literally. talk them through. To tell them, yeah, like, like. No, she can. No, she really can. And like, they're, <laughs> they're speaking into the her ear like, yeah. it's going to go bad. Yeah, right. Gonna, and they're like, don't I do don't it. know about that. Yeah. I never heard about that. And I'm like, I'll put your mom on the phone. Like, <laughs> put your mom on the phone. Like, call her. Call her right now. <laughs> Send it to her right now. <laughs> Man, I just think that's so incredible that, you know, I, I just had this thought, um, Megan, and you may have seen it this way or you may not have. But I think you're going to look back on your life and realize the wealth that you have is all the lives that you've changed. Oh, I appreciate that so much. And not the money in your bank account. I appreciate that. And uh, sorry, like, <laughs> shouldn't get uh, <laughs> emotional on the podcast. Oh, wow. You but, don't make me cry <laughs> Well, I think what we do, we care about people. Absolutely. Like, at the end of the day, I yeah. think if we were in it for the money— Oh yeah. Um, we just it w- it would be pointless, yeah, right? But sure. w- but we're here to care about money. I've yeah. put I've allowed you know uh, friends to get in homes, and I love yes. the process. I love the process yes. because I care yes. about the quality of home yes. they're in. And there's well, yes. I'll walk into a house and I'll be like, we're out. This ain't because it. this is, this house is junk. <laughs> yeah. Because I care. Yes. And I same. think the same thing is true for you. Same. Is you care. You care oh, yeah. about what you do, and and I love that. Gino. You're you're in your communities. Loving on people, helping them yeah. walk through some of these situations and mindset issues. Oh, yeah. 
And I think you're going to look back on your life and, and you're going to look back at a, a, a whole line of people that you've helped yeah. um, in not only mindset, but also yeah. in their economic um, position, I, I which is like awesome. That. I feel like that now, but I it's it's one of my clients. Like I was talking to one of my clients the other day and uh, we were standing outside of a house after the show and just yeah, yeah. talking or whatever. That's that's going to be me every time. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to leave and then we're going to be out there just chopping it up. <laughs> so I love it. we were out there talking and she was like, Megan, I'm just so proud of you. We went to high school together. So keep in mind, awesome. I went to Shelby County High School. So my so my dad is from Columbiana okay. and my mom is from Dolomite. Okay. So keep in mind now, <laughs> the country and the hood. Okay. <laughs> so In love with sound. <laughs> you know? So it's like I've seen the I've seen both worlds yeah, in yeah. a sense, right? And so I've been to a school where I was the minority and I've been to the school where I was the majority. Wow. Right. And so you look at both and you're like, oh man, this is totally different. First of all, day and night. I went to um Shelby County my ninth grade year, tenth through twelfth, I was in Winona. Okay. So <laughs> Just day and night, yeah. right? Yeah, so when yeah. I got to Winona, though, the things that some of the things that they were learning in school, I had already learned in middle school mm. in Columbiana. Wow. Which is really crazy to me. Because yeah. I'm like, why are y'all taking this now? I've learned that in seventh grade. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like why yeah, are yeah. we doing this? But it opened my eyes up so much because I can see everything mm. full picture, right? Yeah, yeah. Full circle. And so I was standing outside talking to my client, and she was like, Megan, I'm just so proud of you. She was like, I've seen you sell so many houses to people we went to school with she was like and i don't think that they would have bought a house if it wasn't for you that's awesome and i was like and it, and i and i i felt that way right and they've told me you know my clients genuinely like they you know this industry is hard <laughs> and uh, so yeah <laughs> real hard <laughs> the <laughs> so, highs are high the lows are you low you <laughs> know it's like <laughs> yeah 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 and so Having those conversations with them where they're like, oh, my God, Megan, like, thank you so much. And or they're crying at closing because yeah. they never thought this was possible for them. Or I'm calling them like, girl, do you know you got 100 grand in equity? Like, yeah, yeah. those th those conversations, they are what inspired me to keep things going. Yeah, you know? that's great. And having that conversation with her, I said, I just don't feel like I've done enough. I was like, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. there's so many more people for me to help. And she was like, Megan, she was like, you're already helping. Like, yeah. you know, you're already helping. And so I think for me, I care so much because I've seen what owning real estate can truly do for somebody. Yeah. And I yeah. think that... Because I almost feel like there are so there's this a group of people that have the wool over their eyes. That's kind of mm. what I feel like, I, yeah. and I feel like I part of my purpose in life is to be like y'all. <laughs> yeah, take it all. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like these are this is what's available to you. And mm. again, I think it's because it's something that they have thought for so long. It's just kind of been conditioned to think that it's not possible. That's awesome. And then you can do when that. you open the door up. And you're like, look, you can walk through. Yeah. It's yours to walk through. You yeah. got two grand. <laughs> <laughs> you got, two, you got grand. two grand. You work your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what? I just I just had this thought. And I was like podcast when I think about it, But that's my personality spitball. You yeah. know what would be so cool is for us to do a, uh, a, like a, I don't even know what you call a meeting or whatever. But um, with all of your clients. Mm -hmm. um. And we sit down and we teach them about the second step. 
Oh, yeah. Which is taking their current house. <laughs> oh, yeah. And turning it into a rental and buying yeah, another house. For sure. <laughs> first of all, Ty, um, <laughs> we're already on that wave here. This is the first step. We've yeah, already, yeah. He's <laughs> like, the first step is owning. Decided. The second step is, is <laughs> yes. investing. And, and so, what does that look like? Right. And how can I do it with, yes. with a simple, like, they yes. can leverage literally another home yes. mortgage to yes. go get another place yes. and turn their old place. Yes. I mean, like, yes. how cool would that be? So, you know, it's funny that you say that because in August, right before, um, so right after I passed my broker exam, yeah, yeah. I took my broker exam on Friday. We had the event on Saturday. Right, right. So I wanted to do, I called it the Elevate Summer Soiree. Okay. <laughs> and well, so, I said meeting you. <laughs> you took it to another place with soiree. So I, I dip out at this point. So first of all, you're going to be on the panel this next coming uh, soiree. Yeah, you'll be at the soiree. Yeah, I'll call it a meeting still. I, you are way more posh than I am. But we was like, and that was my whole goal, right? I was like, man, I want to take people from wherever they are yeah, yeah. in their process, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you are in a place where you're like, man, I want to buy a house, but I got to get my credit together, right? Right. We had a panel discussion first, and we started with credit. Oh, that's awesome. So after we did credit, then yeah. it was like, all right, let's talk about the financing. So yeah. then we had lenders come up about the financing, talk about it. those requirements. So then after that, it's like, all right, you got your first house. You were able to get financed. Yeah. You purchased all of that. Okay, so now... Let's talk about building. Let's talk about investing. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about building wealth. Yeah, and so we great. literally went step by step by step by step in the process, and we talked about HELOCs and wholesaling. So you're already like <laughs> ten steps ahead of me. I love it, man. But, I love but, it. But education is going to help. Man, and you can YouTube it, but but having someone that you know same. and trust, yes, to have tell that you about it, it's great. And, I, and at every point, it, even if my panelists were speaking, and I could see, I know it. I'm know most of the people in the room right so i'm yeah. watching them kind of be like huh or i'm like okay y'all so <laughs> i'm translating <laughs> literally like yeah, yeah. okay like, y'all so pause. what he's saying yeah, is yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what he's saying yeah, and they yeah. and literally when it by the time it was over they were like megan that's oh awesome. my god like i almost wonder if those because you you breached those topics and i love it mm -hmm. i almost wonder if they're all so it's big. hard. It was so hard. I almost need you need just a one. credit. Yeah. Like honestly. Right. It's like a series of yes. four. It's like it's like a yes. it was you know, so boot hard. camp or something. Man, it was so hard trying yeah. to compile it because my vision was like panel party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> panel soiree. Yeah. Really, uh, though. And that was exactly my vision. I was yeah, like, all right, we're going to have this panel discussion. And then I had a saxophone is there. We had the DJ there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all now right. Now you're just making to... me jealous I wasn't invited. <laughs> so. But you know what? You're going to be on the panel. Though. Like, <laughs> you will be on the panel. Oh, I love it. And it was so good, though, yeah, to yeah. see them. Like, it was so many people coming up to me afterwards, like, Megan. And That's I'm talking awesome. about since then, I've had people actually get HELOCs. Yeah, yeah. Since then, I've had people buy their first investment property. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, wow. I love this it. is amazing. And most of those people now didn't pay a down payment getting in their house. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. I mean, probably 80% of my clientele, honestly. And it, and it's good. Like I said, I, I, I don't want to 
beat a dead horse, but like it goes yeah. back to that's the first step. Yeah. But they need to sit there and say, okay, there's 20 yeah. more steps. Right. You guys, you got to pay that mortgage on time. I think time. they were so overwhelmed. You got to pay the- that mortgage on time <laughs> yes. for the next two years to get the start next there. opportunity. Yeah. You know, like like start with those, yeah. those steps and then you can build and build and build. I think so. they were overwhelmed. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. lie. I think they were like. I, I feel like you could, you could. Piece it into a boot camp. Yeah. It probably needs to be more sessions and then they could just chew on each. Yeah. And and almost like pick and choose. Like I've already got my credit dialed in, so I'm going to go to the next step. Yeah. But I love it. I mean, I think you have a great heart to help people. Um, and you know, like I said, I I just appreciate this conversation. Yes, and uh, it's been I it's been so you. fun. I didn't know a lot of your background. I didn't know yeah. your your history of um, how you grew up and stuff yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's amazing. And I always say, time is our most valuable thing. Oh yeah. And Truly. for you to sit down with me for, you know, this Absolutely. hour and, and hang out is just, Absolutely. Uh, I, f- I feel honored. And, and I hope Absolutely. that, you know, what our listeners get from it, from the investment, because we do a lot of investment. We yes. talk about, you know, we have some people that flip and all that. Yes. I hope they hear, you know, the, the side of it that's like real people are going into these yes. homes that you're flipping. Yes. And it's not about the budget line at the yes. end of the thing. Like, don't shortchange it yes. because that's someone's home at the it's end of the day. It's somebody's house, yeah. And so um, they still got to make money. I yeah, get it. Yeah, for sure. It's got to be know? balanced. <laughs> but, like, just don't halfway do things yes. because at the end of the day, you know, we're in the people business yes. and we need to take care of people. Yes. Because I know a flipper in town, he's <clears throat> really good at what he does and he doesn't shortchange it. Yeah. And and sometimes I'm sure there's been moments yeah. where it hits his profit line. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I think he really enjoys yes. the process of creating yes. a home that a family's going to yes. be in. Absolutely. And, um, and, and the same thing I would say for rentals, you know, like oh, yeah. when I go in and flip my rentals, I don't just yeah. like, I've got to still make it economical. Absolutely. But at the same time, I don't halfway do things yes. um, for the sake of, you know, trying budget. to budget. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, in the long term, yes. if you make a tenant yes. happy with the place, they'll yes. stay longer and it'll yes. be a win-win. Absolutely. And so I think even on the investor side we need to educate people yes. to bring excellence to bring yes. quality to bring yes. their best to care yes. um so that we ultimately are making a better yeah. better wor- world and that yeah. may sound like really high and flighty <laughs> as far as aspirations I but i right. i think that's that's i mean what are we here for Absolutely. than to make the people around us better i think you're right and, and so, i think that people i think you're 100 percent right and i think that from an agent standpoint right if I see or if I know that there's an a certain there's a certain investor that's done this property, yeah. then I'm like, oh, they, we're doing we're it. We're buying it. We're yeah. Good. Like, exactly. you know, yeah. I see it. I'm like, oh, I've had an investor. Literally, we came in to the house. They had cleaned the carpets and they had spoiled, I guess. Right. So you could smell it in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, you know, hey, it was kind of stinky when we came <laughs> in yeah, there, yeah. but we love it. So he was like, we'll replace it. I'm like. Well, since you're going to replace it, can you do laminate instead of carpet? (laughs) And he did it. That's awesome. He did it. And I never forgot that. And so moving forward, anytime I see his name, I'm like, oh, bet. We're doing it. Let's do it. You know, because. And ultimately. Reputation. Reputation is everything. And I think that that's one thing that investors don't fully get sometimes. It's like, you're going to run into these agents again nine times out of ten. And so if their client is calling them because this was halfway done, what do you think that agent is going to think about you? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And yes. I just feel like you get back what you put out in the world. You I put good out, you're going to get good back. I, you I put out agree. this, <laughs> you might get that back. <laughs> <laughs> Some balance. Yeah, I hear that. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much. And I Absolutely. hope you have a great rest of the day. I appreciate you, Todd. Yeah, for sure.